Hey guys, this is The Reload. I'm your host, Keanu Ward. And today we are taking over the airways to talk about smartphones. Not just buying a smartphone or what new version is out, but how your smartphone can be used to create content, to produce, to also be a journalist, become your own journalist in, in so many ways without um, being a part of a major news station or um, network. And I have with me today, um, I, I want you to introduce yourself. Okay. I, I, I don't even want to introduce you. Okay. I mean, you take, take, take it over. That's fine. I'm Michael Rosenblum. I'm an old friend of Kiana's and I've been in the television and video revolution business for about 30 years now. How's that? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Michael is amazing. Um, when you give your speeches um, at events, the last event that um, I invited you out to, everyone was just so thrilled to have you because you kept it real. <laughs> and you, you know, you stuck it to people. So um, our, our question here about smartphones, we know that technology is taking over and, you know, you can pretty much do anything from from your phone, you can make professional photos, you can make professional videos, you can even in, in with depending on what type of version that you have um, with your device, you can also produce and create smart short films. Um, tell me about the journey that you have take, taken um, with educating others and um, pretty much over the over the last decade, I know that you've like traveled the world to um, educate people about the VJ and how they can create content and sell that content and produce that content. So um, how do you see and what do you see the shifting of um, of how smartphones are helping professionals um, with their content? Sure. No, I'm happy to do that. Just by way of background, I would try to keep it brief. Mm -hmm. um, I've been in the television, kind of a weird end of the television media business for more than 30 years. My last real job was I was a producer at CBS Sunday Morning. It's probably not the right demographic for your viewers or listeners, but people over the age of 85 still watch it, still on air. But mm -hmm. I, was, I was in my late 20s and I was a network TV producer and I was making a lot of money and traveling around. And then I quit because I thought it was all bullshit actually and uh, bought myself a small video camera before there were phones. And I started traveling around the world and just make my own videos and my own TV. Today, that's everybody does that. But in those days, that was considered a very radical idea because television was really the purview of networks and you know Viacom and CBS and people like that. And it turned out there was a big market for that stuff that I could make by myself. And I started to sell stuff left and right for thousands and thousands of dollars for essentially what was relatively easy to do. And uh, then I probably would have kept doing that, but a Swedish billionaire who was starting the first commercial television networks in Scandinavia understood the economics of what mm -hmm. I'd done because I got rid of the cameraman, the sound man, the producer, the mm -hmm. editor, all, and you still see all these people today with mm -hmm. complete and total waste of time and money. <laughs> so he flew me to Stockholm and he asked me this sort of seminal life-changing question. He said, can you teach other people to do this? And I said, which I say to this day, any idiot can do this. 
So he capitalized the business with me and we started to build TV stations across Scandinavia based on this model. Essentially, here's the camera, there's the door, go make stuff. And so we built three TV networks there. And then I came to the United States and I built New York One, which you may be familiar with yes, based on that yes. model. Mm -hmm. Then the BBC and then all over Europe and then, you know, all over the world. And the model was pretty good. And then um, I went through a lot of iterations. I started a company with the New York Times and that became New York Times Television. Right. And we produced about 8,000 hours of cable TV shows, sell for about $250,000 per hour, which anybody wow. can do. Wow. I'm happy to talk to your <laughs> listeners about how that works. Yes. And then uh, I met Al Gore and we launched a channel called Current TV, which then we sold uh, about five years ago for $500 million. So that was a pretty good business. Mm -hmm. And probably we would have stopped then, but then we got called by Spectrum. And now Lisa and I are building a series of TV stations across the country, Spectrum Channel News One. They're in LA and mm -hmm. Texas and North Carolina and the Midwest. And, and they're all based on this model also. We use only phones and we put people through this boot camp, the same boot camp that you went through when yeah. you did the thing out <laughs> in East New York and, and Brownsville. And uh, you had a good time, right? You learned how to make yeah. video, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I learned yeah. a lot. I, I I wish that it would have continued. And I actually wish, I don't know why they didn't move it to the Harlem office. Like, I feel like that would have been a better location because I think there is a man up in Harlem. Yeah. Um, well, but I know, know that it was focused on more of the rural um areas yeah well that was the idea that you know nobody paid any attention to brownsville and east new york so that was the idea yeah. and then i thought once we got it going we could go raise some money from you know the borough of brooklyn uh, but nobody wanted to put any money which actually drove home to me what does uh, what samson had told me in the beginning he said nobody cares about brownsville and east new york and actually that proved to be quite true because even yeah. if we had all these people and all the stuff we were making i couldn't get a dime from anybody to you know underwrite the thing or support it anyway but you know i mean you learned how to do it and a lot of other people learned how to do it and for you know your listeners who want to learn how to do it mm -hmm. there's always the bj.com which is our online uh, website where people can learn how to do this and of course to me it's it's a terrific there's two aspects to it one is a terrific business you can make you should buy my book iphone millionaire it's not called that mm -hmm. for nothing you can make <laughs> lots and lots of money with your phone making content for cable i don't recommend making content for youtube that's kind of a the only person that makes any money for is YouTube, not for right. you. But television, there are, in New York alone, there are 2,000 cable channels and they have to run 24 hours a day. You can't have a cable channel without putting stuff on it. And so these channels have an endless appetite for content. They're always looking for content. Mm -hmm. And cable pays on average 250 to $300,000 per half hour, which is pretty amazing. Right. And all you need to make a half hour is you need two things. Well, you need three things. You need a phone, which everybody's got. Because mm -hmm. all phones shoot 4K, which is four times high depth. Uh, you need an idea, and that I can't give you, but there's a million ideas out there. And yeah. then you need the skill set on how to do that, which is what the BJ.com or the boot camps that we did with you guys offers. And you put those three things mm -hmm. together. And that is really, you know, as, as I explained when I did the, the talk to the music group, um, there's no point in, in putting stuff online and getting likes and friends because likes mm -hmm. and friends you can't take to the bank, not to be totally cynical, but nobody cares how many likes you have. On the other hand, mm -hmm. everybody cares how many dollars you got in your checking account. And in the real world, cable channels are desperate for content and they will pay if you can come up with something. And the fact is with a phone 
and a little training, pretty much anybody can do this. Yeah. What do you What do you think are the social and um, environmental impact of, you know, of using smartphones? Like, what, I guess what What do you see out of that? Like the social environmental yeah. impact compared well, to how we used to produce and. Well, you know, it's like thing. it's like anything else. Is that that um, people take control of? We live in a world dominated by media. We live in a, everything is about media. Everything else is kind of an abstraction. And between Facebook and Instagram and television and cable and now Netflix and stuff like that, the average person in America spends about eight hours a day involved in the media world. So our world is really mm -hmm. constructed out of this media content stuff. And up until now, the content in those media platforms has been controlled by six or seven major corporations, whether it's mm -hmm. News Corp or CBS Viacom or Disney ABC. And those corporations put stuff on the line, on the air, on Netflix, basically just to get an audience. But the audience has interests of their own. And what the phone does is it allows the democratization of who gets to make the content. I mean, up until now, the content gets made by Hollywood studios or TV networks in New York, and everybody else's job is to sort of watch it. But now, if people have their own phones, they can actually make the content that they find interesting. And the fact mm -hmm. if they find it interesting, other people who are viewers will find it interesting, and that the networks find interesting because that's what brings in an audience. Mm -hmm. So the whole process of who controls the medium has been changed because of smartphones. And the people who grab them first will do very, very well because the appetite is there. There's this enormous demand for content. And if you can create something that you find interesting to you and your community, the networks will buy it from you and put it on the air and pick up those people as viewers. It's a pretty simple process. Yeah. So I guess that's why, you know, we we are now seeing more um, um social celebrities i like to say because yep. you know they have their phone they can create yep. that content and then yep. they can just go straight to whatever network or a network may find them through those well, the network the channels. networks tend to find them you have to remember yeah. that that for cable just mm -hmm. in new york there's a demand for four and a half million hours of content every year just on cable and that's a lot of content your entire life sorry to say is only seven hundred fifty thousand hours long so yeah. four and a half million hours a year is a <laughs> lot, a lot of content. And all these cable channels are desperately looking for stuff that people want to watch. And so you can short circuit that by creating stuff that people want to watch and taking it directly to them. A lot of people go the route of, I'll put stuff on YouTube, I'll put stuff on Instagram, I'll put stuff on TikTok. Somebody mm -hmm. will find me, I'll get a lot of followers. This is a waste of time. What you really need to do is simply take your idea, create like a two or three minute demo of it and just send it directly, you know, to those networks. You know, there was, there was a very mm -hmm. famous bank robber named Willie Sutton and they said to him, why do you rob <laughs> banks? And he said, because that's where the money is. Yeah. So in this yeah. world, the money is not on YouTube. It's a long process. The money is not on TikTok. The money is not on Instagram, although you can get that. By the way, thanks right. The money is really with, with cable and also places like Netflix and Apple. They're all looking for stuff all the time. And if you can make, it's all video. It's all about video and characters and stuff like that, mm -hmm. things people want to watch. So if you have an idea, take your phone and go make something, you know, and you only have to make two or three minutes and then send it out. 
what 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 would be the first start for someone you know who's new and they're interested in, uh, yeah. they're interested um in getting into like creating content and entertainment yeah. um yeah. what what should they be looking for what should they prepare for before they even film well before they do that, that they i mean they got to get the yeah. skill set that you got when we did the boot camp because just turning on a phone and pointing at something is that uh, you try to make a mess. Right, right. So you got, I mean, the VJ.com is the online school, and that's probably the best place to learn how to do it. And we have a 10-day free trial, so you can check it out. Yeah. And uh, then once you get, as you saw from the boot camp, you know, I mean, everybody there was making pretty good stuff in a couple of weeks. So it's not all that hard to do once you get the basic rules. And then once you do that, you have to create a two to three, people make pilots, which is crazy, half hours. Or, um, you know, they go like Samson, who I love. And Samson was also, you know, he was a graduate of the boot camp also. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he went off and made that documentary that he sold to, you know, Puff Daddy and Revolt. Yeah, Revolt. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but he was talented and he had years of experience at BET. So if you don't have years of experience, you just make two or three minutes. Don't try and make a whole documentary because it takes forever and you really got to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But if you can make two or three minutes to kind of demonstrate what makes a good show, that cable or online will want to buy. And what makes a good show? It's, it's characters that are interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a good storyline, simple. It's a repeatable thing. And it's it can be very, very, very simple stuff. I mean, the first thing Samson did was, you know, he did girl gangs in yeah. Brooklyn, because he knew them. So all he did was show up and start shooting them. But, you know, I always tell my nephew who's looking for work, I say, Go put together a show like Search for the World's Worst Apartments in Brooklyn, you know? Right. And, I mean, that you would watch that, <laughs> that though, right? Turn, that, yeah, I, I would you watch would, it. You would definitely watch that. So, Do, do you think that um, when we speak of smartphones, is there a certain type of quality of that smartphone that no, you have to look no, out they're, for they're, besides they're the, the 4K? So, no, okay. they, they all shoot 4K today. I mean, I like yeah. I like the iPhone because it's very, very simple and the editing software is very simple. But, um, you know, the Android phones, they, I mean, if that's what you got, they're just as good. And there's edit software for them that is just as good. And you, I mean, you got like you saw in the boot camp, you got to learn the editing. So again, at the VJ.com, we got the lessons on the editing. It's very, very simple, but learn to shoot, learn to edit, and then just try out your ideas. And the real trick here is not to fall in love with one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to have like five or six or seven or eight ideas and just make two minutes of each. And then you just, you know, put them up on YouTube. So there's a link. And then you start getting in touch with every single person you can think of in every one of the 2000 cable channels that are just in New York and netflix and you know all the otts and at&t and apple right. and you know hulu you'll find somebody you'll find somebody who you know who likes it it's just a matter of time so let's talk about the vj in those programs what programs um do the in terms of the boot camp um the vj is offering for you know someone well at the vj is very simple i mean it's it's basically it, there's there's 1200 video lessons in the thing but wow. You know, it's very, I mean, it's all levels. It's introductory, intermediate, advanced, how to start your own business. We have a very popular thing that people order all the time called how to start your own TV channel. And that's for free. You know, all you got to do is email me and we'll send that to you. And that's a pretty good, you know, introduction to how to do it on your own. But then on top of that, we're also starting to run these uh, Zoom courses, you know, like mini boot camps. And those are free also. And they're participatory, like like what we like what you participated in, except mm -hmm. we're now doing it on Zoom, 
And so we're going to start offering those on the VJ for free to begin with. And they run the whole spectrum, how to shoot, what makes a great story, how do you find a character, how do you market your stuff, how do you do a deal, you know, all, this, all the things you have to know. I'm, I'm a great believer in democratizing the medium. I mean, mm. it's such an incredibly powerful medium. And it's in the hands of so very, very, very few people that, you know, our perception of the world gets very warped by what we see on TV. So the more that more people can get their hands on this thing and start making stuff, of the broader the view we're going to get of, of what the world is really like as opposed to what the networks want us to believe it's like. Yeah. And um, in terms of like taking those classes, what, 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 what can a student who's, you know, just getting started, as I, as I stated, what, what can they expect from out of those classes? Well, what? I think, yeah, I think, you know, the, the introductory class, I, I mean, I would urge all of your viewers and listeners to go and check out the BJ.com. Because like I said, it's got a lot of free lessons there anyway. Mm -hmm. But as you'll see, it's like you did. Remember, we did the five shot rule and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's all very, very basic. And as you saw when we did it, and the whole group out there did it, as long as you stick to those rules, like the five shot thing, the thing cuts like that, you know? It's so simple. People always overcomplicate filmmaking, you know, directors mm -hmm. and associate directors and DPs. Every time I hear that, I run the other way. You know, it's really much, much simpler than people think it is. It's a very small set of rules, and as long as you follow the rules, you make a cuttable film every single time. What I can't teach you is to have creative ideas. That you gotta mm -hmm. have on your own. But if you got the ideas and, you know, the other thing is you don't know what's going to work. That's the weird thing now is that, right. you know, if we live in such a crazy world where essentially, you know, five or ten executives at Viacom and CBS and NBC, they decide all the programming everybody's going to watch, which is inherently crazy. I mean, if you look at books, great novels don't come from, you know, a couple of people at Random House. Great novels come from people sitting at home going, I got this book. I would just gonna write it and that's where great books come from and that in the future is where great video and television will come from. yeah and and with with covid everything is taking place with covid do you think it's even more importantly important yeah. now to yeah, take advantage and learning those skill sets and yeah i mean covid is you know covid to me is one of these moments in history where everything gets turned upside down and right. the world is never going to really be the same after, even after this thing is over and a lot of people realize I don't have to go to the office. A lot of people realize I don't want to go to the office. You know, I don't want to have that kind of job. I, you know, life is short and, and I want to do something that I can do from home and be mm -hmm. creative and make a lot of money. And the thing with television and video is that, that you can actually do that. And that's the miracle of the phone. Because even you edit on the phone, all you need is an iPhone or a smartphone and you can make content. Do you know that the, 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 the television market is, is $1.72 trillion a year. That's mm. enormous. Oh, wow. the, global, the global oil business, which everybody thinks is so enormous, <laughs> is, is smaller than the global television market. Wow. Television is a bigger business than oil. Mm -hmm. But you want to be in the oil business, you got to have oil well. You want to be in the television business, all you need is an iPhone. <laughs> it's a lot easier. <laughs> Right, right, right. So tell everyone how they can, I know you mentioned the VJ.com. Yeah. Um, let us know how we can connect with you if we want you, if anyone out there that wants to invite you to speak on their panel, yeah. or maybe they have a class or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to speak to on any panels, right? Yeah. So you can always find me at michael at rosenblumtv.com. 
or just get in touch with Kiana because she got my email. <laughs> she could be my agent. <laughs> no, you can be my agent. Uh, we'll work both ways. We'll way work it both ways. Uh, and um, is there anything that you are seeing um, shifting like new with new with the iPhones, the smartphones of how people can produce or should anyone you know, be aware of? Yeah, what you know what? To come? I, I tell you what we found very interesting. You know, 30 years ago, I built New York One. And of course, all mm -hmm. your people in New York, they're familiar with New York One. And right. But when we started, when we went out to LA to do Spectrum One in Los Angeles, which is like a New York One for LA that Lisa and I did, we started two years ago, we did news in a very different way. Instead of doing news, you know, like you see news now with the police tape and the stand up and the mm -hmm. interviews and all that kind of stuff, we said, we're going to make movies. And so, we made movies about news stories. I mean, that's real reality TV, you know, character and arc story and adventure and stuff like that. And it turned out that, that Spectrum One Los Angeles went from zero now and 18 months later, it's the number one rated channel in Los Angeles. So wow. this the, the lesson here is that people watch, you know, I mean, look at it, you and everybody else, you go home at night, you don't turn on news really. You, I mean, you turn on, turn on like Netflix, you know, and you turn and the reason you turn on Netflix is because it's a little adventure. It's a little story. It's about a little character. So mm -hmm. if you want to make video or TV or movies that people want to watch, then you got to do the same thing. You got to say, I need a character. I need an arc of story. I need an adventure. Even if it's about an important social issue, you know, nobody really wants to hear about global warming. You know, they're just not mm -hmm. really, but yeah. when you get a cat. I'll give you a perfect example. When you get a character and a story, people resonate. So, you know, I remember Black Lives Matter was around for a long time, but when George Floyd came around, suddenly there was a character everybody could relate to. Mm -hmm. Once you have a character, everybody goes, I get it. It's a natural yeah. human trait. We love stories about characters and we can relate to other people. We can't relate to abstract concepts. So, you know, if you want to do stories about well, the social good or you want to make money, you want to do both, it's always about a character. You find a character and a story and you're all set. Yeah. Is um, before we wrap up here, um, do you want to say any final last words or give any any encouragement or uh, or any final tips from from your book from the yeah. iPhone Millionaire? Yeah, iPhone Millionaire is a good book. I have a new book coming out next month called Don't Watch This. Oh, which I urge you, okay. urge people urge people to read that one, and you can pre-order it on Amazon right now. And, I'll do uh, that. Yeah, you should do that. I think you'll like it. And, uh, you know, it's like the next step after the iPhone Millionaire book. And it's really about taking control of the media and how the news business in particular warps our view of the world and how important it is for people to take control of the media. You know, it's one thing to go march in the streets, but that's limited. You know, that's very limited. And the reason people march, in the, it's a funny thing. The reason people march in the streets is so they can get on TV. Right. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason yeah. they do it. Yeah. But you can cut out the middleman and take control of TV. It's a lot more effective than marching. Right. Right. So and that's right. really what I recommend is take control of the media. Well, Michael, thank you so much for stopping by and um, coming in to chat with me for a few minutes. I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone can take some pointers or some lesson from um, this episode. And, you know, go go purchase the book, iPhone Millionaire. Visit VJ, the VJ.com. That's the VJ. -E com. Right. Not VJ.com. The VJ.com. Right. 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 Okay. That's important. The VJ.com. 
um, and, and connect with Michael and his team, his lovely wife. I, I, your wife is just, she's usually in the background. Sometimes she does speak up, but she's just um, just as amazing as yeah, you Yeah, she's are. over here reading the paper, um, waving hello to you right now. Yes, <laughs> <she is>. okay. <laughs> yeah, read that paper. It's <laughs> so much to catch up on. Um, but thank you so much. And um, again, th this is The Reload. I'm your host, Keanu Ward, with my guest, Michael um, Rosebloom. And um, we are all about smartphones and taking over your creativity. So we will see you soon. Take care. Great, Keanu. Thanks a lot. See you later.